Welcome to our number two on a Thursday on Hashtag Daily K with your host, Peter Bint. How much do you know about K-food? How much hanshik have you eaten? We invite you into the world of Korean food, of course, including the history and culture of it. We'll introduce trendy foods and famous restaurants on Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan. It is a Thursday, that means Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan, who's proven he's a chef today by being in his whites here. I haven't hey. seen those for eight, if at all, actually. That's from when you were teaching at the college, is it? That's right. This is this is from uh, Suwon Food and Tourism College. Oh, nice. It's there for many, many years. Chef yeah. de passion, that's I see it. it says there. That's it, yeah. Wow, is that yeah. your like slogan when you're chefing it up? <laughs> this was a lovely gift from the college. Aww. Yeah, I might have another one. Is this one still clean enough. Have uh, they, they still get, got they get worn out the quick. college going with food classes? It's coming back. It's coming oh, back. Okay. During COVID, it did take a massive, actually shut down for a while. Okay. A lot of culinary, you can't do culinary classes online. No. It doesn't really make any sense. No. So, um, so yeah, it's tough. It's going to be back and you're going to be back there, hopefully. You know, they've already asked me to do some, uh, some guest lecture stuff. Mm. Uh, they did ask me about going back full time and I was like, I'm a little busy. <laughs> with the uh, but possibly part time in the future. I, I do miss it i miss the most is is building the relationships with the students oh. because i still now i can go to my my former students restaurants around seoul oh know? wow have they really gone yeah. and done that and i tried I, when they were when they were just recent graduates i tried to tell them i was like no go work for somebody don't go borrow straight a bunch of it. money and straight <laughs> into it but they've actually done really well. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. They're on. Some of them are on. They're like second, third restaurants. Wow. Yeah. Is that a good thing to be on your second or third? Does that not mean like the first or second maybe didn't work out so yeah, well? Yeah, I or? think that's something to, that speaks to the Korean market. Uh-huh. Uh, it it changes and updates so quickly if you're able to move with that. Because mm. um, they're in they're in Mapo, you know, they're around okay. Hongdae. Wow. Uh, real trendy area, so things come and go quickly. Wow. And and they've managed to keep. Keep it going, man. They've got lines around the block. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Some of them are doing like the matchibs where people are queuing up and posting up on social media. That's it. Very Instagrammable. Yeah. Wow. Wow. wow, And great food. Um, You know, taking taking Italian approach to Korean food or vice versa. Ooh. Um, Fusion. Which has been which has been really popular with the young ladies, which are the biggest restaurant growers in in Korea. Because they're the Mm -hmm. ones diligent enough to also post up. I feel on social media to help the boom. Right. I wanted to ask you, right? Because I went to a ramen place like a Japanese ramen place the other day and I found it online on one of the map apps and it Mm -hmm. had decent ratings like four point something out of five stars okay and I went and I was like yeah this mm." it was a lot of food for the money but Uh I was looking for something delicious and it was just meh and so I thought I shouldn't just trust these apps do you have like a, a tip for finding matchups, or how do you find like good places? Usually, I you know word of mouth, okay. talking to people that I know because I know what goes on, and this goes <laughs> on all over the world, I'm sure. But, yeah. But I remember this the first time I heard of this was maybe ten years ago in Korea, where you could go pay a company mm-hmm. that had a bunch of people on phones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you'd you'd pay, let's say you pay three thousand uh-huh. dollars, um, and they're going to spend weeks if not a month of just hammering posts wow and they're going to find out different groups and Uh and blogs and and communities 
and they'll copy paste and copy paste and and just promote 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 wow and maybe they've never even been in your restaurant but they appear <laughs> as as and i and i was like this is not cool no uh but you know as a as restaurant owners that are really stuck between a rock and a hard place trying to get people in the door. Yeah. It is a great way to get people in the door. Mm -hmm. And then you have to win them over to sure. see if they'll stay or if they will post positive things about the experience they had with you. Yeah. So, and, and I've seen it time and time again, folks that have done it, they actually did get their money back. Okay. It, it got people in the door. Yeah. And then it's up to them to keep them. I suppose, yeah. And I, I'm really dubious about the ethics of doing that, but I, know, I don't right? think it's legal because you know one of my wife's friends used to work for a company like that, so <laughs> yeah. she would blog about these restaurants she's never been to, and yeah. so I don't really trust blogs because yeah. I'm like, what average person would spend the time writing a blog post about a restaurant? But I thought, you know, mm. on the map apps, it's maybe just people just pushing the star rating when they've been. But I'm guessing even there, there's going to be some influence. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word of mouth, I think. All is, right. Yeah. I'm going to call you next time i need sure, something delicious sure. and if Absolutely. you find a really good ramen place let me know because okay. I've, I've been let down most of the time too yeah because yeah. when i had it in japan it was so good right and then right. finding that here it's a little tough i think yeah. uh today's ingredient we always write it in the subtitle on our youtube stream and via the video feed on the website and application and so people already know spinach is what we're talking about and we've got already a kind of uh, split. Yeah. Some people like Siska saying, I love spinach. Today is spinach day. Noor saying this is Popeye the Sailor Man's favorite food. And Pei saying, hmm, spinach, not my favorite. Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, I bet you didn't like it as a kid, right? Most kids. I didn't touch it. Yeah, I wouldn't touch spinach. No, yeah, not at all. I was a weird kid. I, I liked it. Mom would always make these spinach souffles or Ooh. spinach casseroles. And there's they're so good. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like yeah. a nicer way to have it than just put on your plate. Lovely. Okay. Lovely, lovely, yeah. Um, Maybe if I had your mum, I would like we're to. Gonna, we're going to try to win you guys over if you're on the fence or if you're on the other side of the fence. We'll try to pull you back this way because okay. there's some cool stuff about this, and it's so good in Korea. We have a little bit different variety of spinach here, too. Oh. So if you can find um, Asian spinach or Korean-style spinach, I know that you can find seeds for it if you're into growing things in your backyard and you're uh -huh. in the West, you can find seeds for Korean spinach uh, in Western markets, apparently. Oh, so, okay. So um, even if you can't find the fresh product, you should be able to grow it yourself. Exactly, exactly. And yeah. it'll be fine in like most places in the States. That's a like beautiful Europe. thing about spinach is as long as it's not the heat, heat of summer, mm. uh, you can grow spinach. Even in the winter, you can grow spinach. And that's a, that's a neat thing about it here. And maybe the reason we grow the variety we do here, or one of the main varieties, is because mm. it is so hardy through the winter. Oh, it nice. kind of hugs the ground. Uh -huh. and and a little bit different uh, look to it. we got a picture here. Uh, okay. This is not Korean spinach. Okay, so, so this, this is a regular is, like Western spinach. That's a baby leaf spinach, and uh, and that's, see the, the curled uh, or the curved top to it? Uh-huh. Um, you know, this stuff is great raw. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's nice and tender and soft. You know, it's full of water. It's almost as full of water as cucumbers. Really? Are. Believe it or not, 91% water. Wow. And cucumbers are like 94, 95. Oh. Um, I, yeah. But I guess that makes sense because if you've ever sauteed spinach, mm. you know that you go from this mountain down to nothing <laughs> uh, as it just shrinks down in the pan. So that picture there is a Western baby spinach. And let's see if we can get our Korean one up. There's a good one. Yeah. That's very different isn't yeah it? so so this is a little bit misleading because it's 
because it's up uh-huh. there. This one was probably grown closer to warmer weather months. Okay. But um, but that plant will also grow really close to the ground and be really flat, and it looks more like a flower than the way it's sitting in this fo- in this photo. Ah, uh, the shape of the leaves though looks quite different. Yeah, well. yeah, pointed, a uh, flat leaf spinach. It is more fibrous, so it's not so good raw. Uh-huh. Uh, it's much better when it's blanched or steamed, which is the only way that it's really done in Korea. We don't ever really eat raw spinach That's in what Korea. I was do we? Say, yeah. yeah, I can't remember seeing those on your like some offering for like wrapping meat and stuff like right. that. Yeah. Well, you know, oddly enough, it's not very nutritious if you eat it raw. Did you oh, know that? I thought a lot of vegetables might lose some of their nutrition. Some of them are that away, uh-huh. but uh, spinach contains uh, a compound called I think I believe they're called oxalates. Uh-huh. Uh, let me. I'll double check that in the break, but um, that blocks your ability to absorb the nutrition from it, oh, so especially the iron, which it's so high in. That's a kind of contradiction in itself. Right, right. Within there, it's stopping you getting the nutrients if it's yeah. raw. Right, if okay. it's raw. Beets are kind of the same way, but juiced and you're safe or blanched or steamed. Yeah. Ah, you're unlocking the nutrients. Yeah. Okie dokie. Welcome to Arirang Radio. If you are in Jeju, 88.7 in Jeju City, 88.1 in Seogipu City, 101.9 in the Daejeong area. We're back for part two of Spinach on Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan today, or the Korean variety in particular known as Shigumchi, and how it's slightly different in terms of its appearance and also flavors so many messages about spinach yeah. maybe i was the odd one out not liking it for the longest time teto says spinach soup is really tasty or spinach salad with a peanut sauce yeah as we said the korean variety not really used in salads so much no no right? we don't ever eat it raw here and benny says i love spinach and tigris you says loved it even as a kid oh. i'm with you guys Raul says in Argentina, there's a delicious tart with spinach. And Raul, I looked up a picture because I wasn't familiar uh-huh. with it. This thing looks great, man. It's like wow. a spinach pie with <gasps> a flaky crust. It kind of, yeah, it kind of reminds me of, of the spinach souffle. You know, obviously some egg and some cream in there. Yeah, in the uh, UK, I think it was quite common to have a quiche with spinach in absolutely. it as well. Absolutely. Mom, was... mom always made uh, put some spinach in the quiche. I didn't really yeah. like quiches as a kid Me being fussy. Uh, uh, Silver Granny Lynn saying, I have fresh spinach in my pantry just waiting to be cooked up. I can get Korean spinach in the organic section of my grocery as well. And your favorite way to prepare it is to saute it along with mushrooms, onions and sweet peppers in a little bacon fat. Yum. Oh, that yes. good. Yeah, even I remember in like middle school, I, I figured out bacon and spinach sauteed with a little garlic and onions was so good. Is that a good combination? And I started making these sandwiches oh. and I would make these sandwiches every afternoon after school yeah. until we were out of spinach, <laughs> bacon and, and other ingredients. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Trumpet Girl here says, uh, Pete is dressed up for the ingredient today. You are. You're in your shigumchi colors. Spinach, yeah. And that is really the color of Korean I did it spinach deliberately. too. There you that go. is the darker <laughs> green, yeah. Good stuff. I, you know, oysters Rockefeller. I, you know I love oysters yes. so much. We talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. 
But that Korean spinach used in oysters at Rockefeller is really something. Because oh. it, is, it is, you know, a little bit sweeter. It just holds up that, it has a stronger flavor, I think. So wow. it just holds up in there and stands out better. You know, when we went to the UK, we were doing the filming for the show. Uh, and we also did filming for the show with the kids. And we went to Borough Market there, which is a really historic market, food market. They got raw ingredients, but also a few vendors. They had oysters, and my son wanted to try them. Yeah. And we got a couple. <laughs> and the guy was saying, like, depending on the variety, because there's so many different varieties in the yeah. West, right? Which yeah. is cool. Here, not so many different varieties, I feel, right? So true. But they were like, this one you chew and like eat almost like a sushi, right? Uh-huh. Appreciate it. And then this one you just swallow like the regular way I'd known. The one you chewed was really interesting. Like, huh. I, I was on board with it. I huh. was like, this isn't bad. Actually, wow. the one I swallowed didn't sit what well. What about your son? Actually, he loved both of them. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. And then he also got the sea urchin that was on sale there. No kidding. Eight pound an urchin. So what, like, money chunan, like 12,000. Yeah. They're yeah. expensive here as well. Sure, right? absolutely. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's all. he loved the sea urchin too? Not so much. Because yeah. they opened it up and just give it to you like that. There's hardly anything to eat True. in there, You right? need a little spoon to scoop yeah. it out of there, yeah. I was like, what are we eating here? He could barely, yeah. like, taste it. So. Well, good for him for trying that. How old is he? He's now 10. Yeah, yeah that's He's what I so him, yeah. into his raw oh. seafood. It's oh, unbelievable. That's something. Uh, well, last message from Siska saying, the most favorite simple spinach dish in Indonesia is spinach soup with sweet corn. And I love oh. that. It's got a clean taste and it's very comforting as well. Yeah, I could see that working. Yeah. Um, what we'd like to get into here in, in part two is is how to make uh, shigumchi namul or the um, the most famous uh, way to prepare uh, spinach here in Korea. Okay. It's a great side dish, but this is also what you can throw in your kimbap. Mm. This is also what you can put in your chapche. Yeah. Or in your bibimbap. All of those. So if you make, uh, you know, a couple of pounds of this, uh, a couple of pounds of spinach into this, then you can enjoy it for a few days in nice. a bunch of different ways. Fantastic. Or just have it as punch on. Does it keep for a decent time? I, you know, I think three days is kind of the okay. max on this one because it will start to get a little mushy. Mm. I never really like it after that. No. Um, and if, But if you have access to Korean spinach, um, it does hold up a little bit better than the Western ones do how uh, long is it season it's in season now absolutely like over the winter it grows yeah yeah it's an amazing thing i mean uh i've got it growing in the greenhouse right now oh. um but I, farms what they'll do is they'll cover it with like a, a little bit of insulation that mm. lets a little bit of light through so it's kind of this uh white m- kind of felt material okay and and it's just growing through the winter underneath there wow so yeah. the only time it's not good is when it gets too hot you say right? when it gets too hot it it just won't wants to bolt or uh-huh. or make a flower and make seed uh-huh. and uh and spinach is one thing that if uh, you know the farmer side of me y- you really want to enjoy it as soon as it grows a- after a little bit you know too late it'll start to yellow mm. and and it's you're losing nutrition you basically just plant it every two weeks if you want to eat it all the time oh. just every two weeks just plant two weeks more, and it's plant ready more, plant more. no 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 it oh, takes okay. longer than that okay. but but then every for two weeks ah. what you planted maybe yeah. maybe a month ago okay is ready to enjoy all right. so every two weeks uh, Cilantro is kind of the same way. You just have to keep planting it all the time. That's clever. So this is a picture of the namul, is it? That we've got up next. Here we go. So you can see, like, some of the bits, it still has the the rooty bit at the bottom, like, holding it all together. It does. We're lucky here about that, because when you get a root on something, you can really tell how long it's been out of the ground, Mm. because how dry that base is Ah. will tell you when it was cut. 
Okay. You know? Um, so we do often get them that way here. I know in the West, you don't usually see it that way. Um, interesting fact, you know, if you get your spinach, if it was harvested more than eight days mm-hmm. prior to you eating it, yeah. it's lost 50% of its nutrition. Oh no. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So go local, everybody go local, find a local grower and make sure that you're getting, you know, healthy stuff, you know, or else basically you're paying, paying more and getting half as much nutrition out of it. You need to eat it as quickly as possible. Absolutely. Is that, that's, that's I guess a blanket statement for most fruit and veg. Like I think so, but I but wise. I know for a fact with, with spinach after eight days, fifty percent of nutrition is lost. So okay. that's a bummer. Um, if you do have access to Asian spinach or or regular spinach, you, either one, you can still make this lovely dish. Um, again, it's called shigumchi namu, mm-hmm. and one of my is it one of your favorite side dishes? Or I, I like it, so-so? but I like you said, I have it in kimbap or chapche or those kind of dishes where it's mixed in with other things. Right, I don't. Yeah really focus on it to be honest it's just there and i and i like it there like when it's not there it's less nice but i don't think all that hits the spot yeah yeah well i i really love this one because you can you can tweak it so much to your liking oh so if you're if you're a purist you know you go really light on the sauces now check this out really simple recipe you're going to take your spinach and just blanch it for 30 seconds or less mm-hmm. okay really if it's got a little piece of the root on there go for the full 30 seconds if it's if you've got baby spinach from the west probably just 15 seconds wow and take it out of there and you can shock it in ice water or just put it in cold water uh to stop that cooking so it doesn't get too mushy squeeze that water out of it mm-hmm. okay then put it in your bowl and then in another bowl you're going to make this simple sauce and uh-huh. this is where you can you can tweak it to your liking uh, if you are a purist you can just do a little bit of soy uh-huh. a little bit of honey a little bit of sesame oil maybe some sesame seeds garlic uh-huh. that's it that's, that's all it. you need okay um and and go really nice with light light with it and that spinach will stand out the flavor will stand out in it but if you're into flavor and you are going to have this alongside really flavorful foods, perhaps, and you want to have more umph, a lot of folks will put dwinjang into it or, or oh, fermented soybean paste. Okay. Um, you could also put chili flakes. I think we've got another picture here, and you can definitely see this person has put a, there, there's a little flakes of red there if you could see them. I don't and, think I've had this version. Yeah. And that you know that'll have a little chili flake in there for some more flavor. I've I've had them with fish sauce before. Uh-huh. Um, if you like that depth. You know, that umami, you know, funk to wow. it from the, the fish sauce. This, or this one looks a little bit confusing. Like the, the kakimchi, is it? Like just from far away, like another oh. form of some kind of stem or or, or a more fibrous kimchi. But right, I'm sure right. once you eat it, you'd know the texture is much softer and stuff yes. like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that mustard green. What Peter's talking about is uh, Korean mustard. Uh-huh. Kak kimchi, yeah. I'm not a fan. <laughs> oh, no? No, I like it even raw. It's it's really spicy like wasabi. But but spinach uh, here in Korea is fairly sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get that out of it. You, um, you're you obviously you're getting a lot of nutrition if this was harvested recently. And and again, you can use this in a lot of different ways. You can put so, like fish oils or also on this list, I see vinegar if you want sometimes, to. Sometimes I've, I've seen them uh, put in a, a rice vinegar in there uh-huh. as well. Uh, I've seen scallions throw thrown in. Um, but if you've got the garlic, the soy, and, and a lot, most people use sugar, but I always suggest honey (laughs) or a different kind of sweetener, a more natural sweetener. Um, and garlic, let's see, garlic, soy, sesame oil, 
you know, kind of the Holy Trinity here. And, <laughs> and, uh, and that's really all you need. You're just putting that blanched spinach into that sauce. You're not like cooking it again. No, 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 no need, no need. It's already, you know, the nutrients are unlocked. The oxalates are, are gone so that you can absorb all that iron. Um, so, so good for you. And that's it. Yeah. Like having it as the side dish. Of course, you can just have it as a panchan and then put it in the rice as you like. Uh, We've yeah. got another photo here, Ryan, of what are we looking at? Is this when it's growing? Yeah, this is it growing in the winter. So if you look in the background, you can see some frost <laughs> uh, on the, the hillside back wow. there. Wow, so it's pretty hardy. It's so hardy. Uh, and, and I, you know, there's this kind of thing in Korea about things that can survive the winter are tough mm. and they're, they're, they're strong. Wow. And so if you eat them, then you're going to get that strength and that toughness. Wow. And, and look at that. I mean, look how well it's growing, even with freezing temperatures at night, because it just hugs the ground and, and takes that kind of warmth there. And it's fine with the frost. It's okay. It just like thaws and it's good to go. Yeah, yeah, it can really hold up well. You know, things like basil or definitely all the peppers we grow on the farm, no way. <laughs> tomatoes, not a chance. Uh, even a lot of types of lettuces can't handle this, but but spinach surely can. Cabbage as well, you know, some of the radishes can handle it. But Yeah, I'm guessing yeah. it must have been quite popular here for, for a fair amount of time, spinach, then. You know, that brings up another thing. You know, it's, where is it, do you know where it's from originally? Spinach? Yeah. Popeye, where's he from? <laughs> Is it from wherever he's from? Well, uh, America didn't get spinach until like the 1800s. Oh. Uh, so it's definitely not from there. Persia. Um, is is the home of spinach. Oh. Uh, but it was introduced in Asia in the 7th century, I believe. Also, it's been here hundreds and hundreds long, of years. Wow. Long time. Long Fantastic. Time. You want to message me? Go A-R-I-R-A-N-G. Arirangradio.com. We're back for a couple more posts from our listeners to read out about spinach. We've got even some photo submissions. Everyone's getting excited on Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan. Uh, this one is submitted from Siska saying, the favorite uh, Indonesian spinach soup here. Uh, it's got the sweet corn and also adding carrots to it. Uh, we're going to get it on the video stream now. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's Ooh. beautiful, Siska. Interesting. Yeah. Do we put our spinach sometimes in soups here as well? Yeah, not that common, right? but I have seen it. Yeah, yeah, because we've got lots of things that maybe you might mistake for spinach in soups, like, I don't know, like the ugoji. Uh, gondere. Yeah. yeah, there's so many greens. I often, that is a, a thing that happens here. You know, if you go to a place, especially in the countryside or mm. a traditional restaurant, you get tons of punch on, and you're like, Okay, this one's spinach, but what's that one? What's that one? They all look very similar. Yeah. But it, it, you just, uh, most, uh, don't feel bad. Most Koreans don't always know exactly what everything is. You just enjoy it. And yeah. you can tell by the texture when it's not spinach and things like that. And this is also the spinach crackers that are popular in Indonesia. It almost looks like those seaweed snacks we have, the deep fried ones. You said it's really crispy and Ooh. yummy. Karapik bayam. Oh, interesting. Would that work with Korean spinach? Crunchy I spinach. Yeah. It looks like tempura. You could do something like that. Yeah. yeah. If you if you use um, maybe, well, soju or something with higher alcohol in the flour in your batter, okay, then it evaporates out quicker, right? Because it's alcohol rather than just water or if you did beer batter. You yeah. Know? Um, but if you have higher alcohol content, it'll evaporate more quickly, which gives you that really thin really crunchy crispy 
uh, texture. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. yeah. I think this is the last photo, oh, the last one from Cisco that you guys saw. That looks to me like sometimes here they might do that with genip, right? The yeah, yeah, or leaves. even the flowers. Have oh, you ever had that one? Flowers. Yeah, when when uh, the plant bolts and you get those little flowers, uh -huh. um, and they're not completely you know formed seed yet. It's still a lighter flower. Then I've seen those tempered and fried, and they're really good. Oh, anything yeah. that is fried well just tastes good, doesn't it? Dipped Absolutely. in a little bit of soy sauce. Uh, and then we've also got some other photos from Ying Yin, I believe, in Malaysia. Uh, and Ying Yin says, I wow. had stewed spinach bean curd at a local restaurant which serves Chinese cuisine. I think uh. they incorporated the spinach into the tofu. Wow. Oh, so that's, that's what we're seeing in the foreground. Wow. Pressed into the top. That's wow. beautiful. But she says that it stings her when she has mouth ulcers. Ooh. Really? Yeah. That's huh. interesting. Because I was talking to Ryan in the break that sometimes when I have it just sautéed, my mum will do it in a kind of Western style with the garlic in it. Uh, but it will taste a bit too irony. Like I can really feel that in my mouth sometimes. Y yeah, you know... Uh, it it doesn't spinach doesn't look much like a beet, but they're actually you know relatives. Uh -huh. um, beets and, and spinach, and both of those, they can really get you if especially when raw, uh -huh. um, they can kind of get your throat a little bit. And, and definitely give you that feeling on your teeth. They do have a high iron content, right? That's why it's good for very, you. Very, very high in iron. Uh, actually, the, you know, apparently a beef patty of 100 grams and spinach of 100 grams, if it's cooked and, mm. you know, blanched and then squeezed out the water, um, spinach has more iron. Than the beef. Than beef. Isn't that wild? Full of its blood yeah. and whatnot, and you do associate and think it has a lot of iron, and that's crazy. We've also yeah. got the comparison here, right? This yeah. is the different spinaches. Yeah, so on the left-hand side, you've got more Western-style spinach, uh -huh. and then on the right, you've got more of the Korean varieties. And the bigger leaf, that would be probably grown uh, closer to warmer months. Okay. Uh, again, not grown in the heat, heat of summer. It kind of gets pretty expensive or you don't see it in the market here so much really from now until maybe may is when you see it so much and it's really cheap mm, wow that gives you a real idea of how, how they're different the sizes and everything uh some more messages from our listeners as well lynn says i like the spinach quiche and also cream spinach yeah. as, to, as well oh that's good isn't yeah, it yeah everybody well of course if you put a bunch of cream <laughs> and garlic and butter in there it's gonna be a cream cheese yes. yeah um pay rights here as well i think we used to eat spinach dip from a bread bowl i remember seeing those that was really popular for a while. What's Did you ever have that spinach dip? Apart from spinach, of course, cream cheese, okay. maybe garlic, <laughs> sour cream, all those lovely things, you know. Um, so so good, in, in, yeah. That the first time good. I worked in an Italian restaurant, I learned really quickly why everybody loved that food so much. It was all <laughs> butter and cream and garlic. You put that in anything, it's good. Raul also saying, yeah, we use spinach in omelets as well with cheese, ham, maybe a bit of pepperoni. That's uh, yeah, or or even pizza here. Uh, Benny writes in spinach <laughs> here has another dish, and it is pizza uh, called here creamy spinach dip pizza. There it is again, spinach. Dip, spinach yeah. on a pizza, like we have everything on pizzas in Korea. 
I don't think I've seen spinach. We used to make these pizzas uh, back in Texas, this little Italian place. Um, we'd make, we called them the white pizzas, you know, so uh-huh. rather than a red sauce uh-huh. or um, uh, red pizza sauce, like yeah. tomato based, it was a, a cream sauce. Oh. And then one of the popular toppings would be spinach and feta. Oh, olives. wow. Yeah. Even yeah, in the yeah. States. That's yeah. interesting. Works well together. Uh, any other messages you wanted to take a look at there, Ryan? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Steve says, I like buying the stuffed chicken with spinach and cheese at a local supermarket yeah i can see that stuffed so i wonder what probably mozzarella maybe yeah we've got something called a chicken kiev that's popular in the uk i don't know if you have that in the states is that pressed onto a stick and then grilled no sometimes on a stick but usually it's just frozen to be honest and you've got like a battered chicken which's been put inside yeah some kind of cream sauce and i wonder if it's spinach or it's something else but green that has been chopped up in there and that's a real like kids favorite yeah well. i think uh, it's i think it's a nice trick you put some spinach in something and people are like oh it must be healthy <laughs> And then, and then you throw all this other stuff in there, and then the customer's happy, you know, and, and they've sold some food. and They're not really healthier after that experience, but, I'm guessing. Boy, it's a trick. It's beware. Beware. I'm guessing, though, that the reason many people really associate spinach with, like, good health must be through Popeye, right? Like, when we were growing up, you'd see that. He'd, he'd open the can of spinach, and then he'd just destroy everything. Yeah, yeah. I love those cartoons <laughs> as a kid. Those were some of my favorites. And you know that when that came out yeah so it's 1930s and and they started this promotion and spinach sales in america jumped 33 percent wow a whole third yeah that so that was part of the reason right they were trying to promote it i'm guessing well i think it wasn't just the spinach growers uh-huh. it's probably you know lobbying the government the government also needed it because this is coming out of the great depression uh-huh. and people were you know it wasn't, wasn't great nutrition so they're trying to promote to people hey get healthy and eat some spinach yeah and it worked i'm guessing because kids will watch that and say i want to be strong like yeah absolutely especially if you're getting bullied or something like that (laughs) not sure how quick i don't know about from that can though popeye should have got some fresh spinach and then blanched it man we did have a message from one person i can't remember who it was saying my mother used to get it in these frozen bricks like bricks of spinach yeah me too me too i remember that I mean, it was an American thing, man. The frozen food section, there were these little blocks. And I remember thinking it was so strange as a kid. But <laughs> but mom would pull that out, throw it in a bowl to thaw out a bit, you know, and, and then turn that into a souffle or oh, whatever wow. else it went to. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we did that in the UK. Maybe, but I can't, I can't recall that. And then, yeah, from Popeye now, I remember it was from the can. It was canned spinach. That's a thing as well. Uh, yeah, you can still find canned spinach, in the, at least in the States. Yeah, but mostly I remember it's frozen. And then nowadays, I guess you see it more and more fresh. Most people buy, you know, the bags of pre-washed uh-huh. baby leaves. Yeah. But watch out, guys. If that was harvested more than eight days before, what a waste. Yeah. Oh, what a waste. I'm guessing maybe because I heard this about some vegetables. It's actually maybe better to get them frozen straight after they've been harvested. That's a good point. To like yeah. lock in the nutrients. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. That's what we do on the farm, especially in the fall when it's about to get too cold, uh-huh. is we'll blanch, for, for example, morning glory. 
will blanch the morning glory and vac seal it and throw uh-huh. it in the freezer and packages. I'm still eating it. I'm still pulling it out of the freezer and, and sauteing it up and yeah. getting all that nutrition out of it. Sounds good. And just before you go, Ryan, one last thing. There is a spinach day this month. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> we we're, Last week we were talking about Samgyeopsal Day. Yeah. You know, the third, third, third day of the third month. Um, but uh, apparently in the U.S., March 26th uh-huh. is National Spinach Day. Wow. That's Food for random, thought. isn't it? Yeah, I can see National Today, March 26th. Uh, thanks to the best-loved animated sailor, it is National Spinach Day. Enjoy. Potassium, vitamin A, vitamin C, magnesium. Yeah, just, but you got to blanch it. Just so, don't eat it with all the cream and cheese too often. That's not too often. <laughs> right. Put it in there to make you feel better. Thank you so much. We'll see you again next Thursday. Cheers, man. You've been listening to the Thursday segment, Dish of the Day with Chef Brian on Hashtag Daily Cake.